it's really hard to explain if you haven't experienced it, right? I think of Jesus when he's washing his disciples' feet. Here is the God of the universe, like, kneeled down serving a person. One, he modeled it, so we should model it, right? But two, that connection is is like seared into your life experience when you do that. The amount of growth that you get when you serve far outweighs uh, oftentimes the, the people that, that you're serving, which sounds self-serving, but it's yeah. just the way it works. It's And it's amazing. Yeah, it is a weird paradox mm-hmm. where these two things exist at the same time. Mm-hmm. Like you're giving and you're getting simultaneously. Yes. Welcome to the Stewardship Podcast, where we help you understand that stewardship is not just about finances. Today, we're talking about stewarding parenting again. Again. Yeah, because parenting is super important. Honestly, and it's like one of our most downloaded topics I yeah. think, from our, our podcast. Whenever we do something about parenting, people love it. Yeah, because if we think about the definition of stewardship, it's like managing the things we've been entrusted with. Yeah, right? yeah. And and what's more important than being entrusted with children? Yep. And we, uh, we do this podcast for our clients, and a lot yeah. of our clients are parents. Yeah. So. Yeah. I am one. Yeah. Um, and so we also have invited to the show today uh, a parent. Yes. <laughs> but he's not only a parent, but uh, Mike Branton has been involved in student ministry stuff for how long now, Mike? Uh, 20 years. 20 years. Yep. And I have known you since you've uh, been serving at Sun Valley. I don't know if that's where you started. I'll let you give that story. Um, and... The number of times that I've seen you lead others to serve children, the number of times I've seen you uh, lead others to serve more with their children, uh, so the environments that you create about serving. But not only that, you and your wife and your children exemplify this. Uh, when we said, hey, man, let's let's have a podcast episode about, about serving and, and, and creating a culture of serving in your family, I'm like, oh, I know somebody. So I'm excited to have you on. Thanks for coming on, man. Absolutely. Thank you. Uh, so yeah, tell us a little bit about the history of that 20 years, like where it started, uh, where you were and kind of where you're at now. Sure. Yeah. Uh, the first church I worked at was in, uh, Mesa where I grew up. Okay. Uh, and I was there for a couple years doing junior high ministry, mm. uh, then shifted over to Sun Valley, uh, where we're currently at. Um, but there was a, a little space in between. Uh, so for five years, we moved out of state and I did uh, student events all over the country through an organization called Christ in Youth. Yeah. Um, and these were massive events, mm-hmm. um, you know, thousands of junior hires at once, uh, yep. which is intimidating wow. to some, but really fun <laughs> for me. Yep. Uh, so that was awesome. And then we made our way back home to Gilbert uh, and Sun Valley and been doing ministry there. I was... Uh... At one of those events that you put on that was here in Arizona, it was like a lock-in at Sun Valley Tempe. And if you think about being a volunteer leader <laughs> as it's a lock-in where like they junior hires stay up at night, like, yes, it yeah. was nuts. <laughs> it was crazy. But the way that you guys created an environment through the event and through the program for me to have authentic conversations with those kids about their relationship with Jesus, it was Awesome. It yeah. was really, really cool. So a lot of wisdom from from Mike, and I'm excited as you've kind of emailed back and forth with us about the things that we're going to talk about um, in this episode. So yeah, it's cool. Sweet. Yeah. So if you haven't picked up already, the topic today is is creating a culture of serving within your family. Um, and, and I think our listeners really want to serve 
with their kids. Yeah. You know, uh, it's important to serve. Like having a heart of a servant, I think, is is really kind of at the core of all of our faith, mm-hmm. right? Like Jesus showed us how to serve in the Bible. That was that was a big deal to him. Yeah. I think practically just in, in life, the people that we like to hang out with um, are people who are really selfless and they serve a lot, right? And if we see those types of folks and we're like, oh, man, we want our kids to be awesome people, um, then let's try to help them serve and, and be selfless, right? What other motivating factors do you see at times, Mike, where people are like, yeah, I want to serve more with their, my family? Uh, well, even apart from like religion or spirituality, like it's really great to give back to your community, right? Mm-hmm. If you want your kids yeah. to be decent humans yep. in the future, mm-hmm. uh, you need to start to teach them how to do that yeah. uh, and create that culture inside your family. Yeah. And uh, from your own even personal experience, just serving with your family, I got to believe at those times when you're serving, it brings you and your wife and your kids all closer together, right? Absolutely. Yeah. We're created, we're created for connection, right? Yeah. And so um, when you serve alongside someone or if you're serving someone, mm-hmm. there's a bond that happens uh, there that is unlike anything else. Yeah. It's really cool. Yeah. I remember when I was in college, we would do these short-term mission trips to like Mexico or whatever. Yes. And and like, you know, it's it was a smaller Bible college. So I knew of almost everybody, um, but I didn't know everybody. But if you go on one of those mission trips, even if it's only like three days, you come back and like, now you're like best buds with that person, right? There's this yeah, bond and this totally. connection. And those bonds and connections like are still lasting today over 20 years. I am old. Wow. Uh, over 20 <laughs> years later. You know, and, and so why not create those bonds, those connections with your family? Maybe you, you have issues with uh, your k- kids fighting all the time. Right. Uh, hey, go serve together, right? right. Mm-hmm. Uh, maybe you want a deeper connection even just with, with your spouse or uh, maybe you're having a hard time connecting with one of your kids. Going and serving and serving with them can help. It sure isn't going to hurt. Right, yeah. right. Yeah. And it offers this perspective. We were talking earlier, right, that mm-hmm. uh, when you go and you serve someone in a different context than your family is used to having, mm. it opens their eyes to what other people are dealing with, right? Yes. Yeah. Uh, in, in, in different scenarios. And so uh, it gives a filter, it gives perspective, and it bonds you together like nothing else I've seen. Yeah, you know, there's this... Uh, kind of like weird thing that we create in our society. We want to create the best for our kids. We want to create for them um, the best life possible. We want to make things as awesome as possible. Um, I don't want them to have to deal with certain hardships. I work Mm -hmm. really, really hard to make that happen. But then what that does is sometimes create spoiled little brats. Right. Right. (laughs) You've avoided all the hard. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) So now there isn't a ton of hardship in their life or they're not experiencing some of the realities of life. Um, So sometimes when you're out serving people who need to be served, who have real genuine needs, their eyes are open to those needs. Their hearts can be softened to to those needs. Um, And that's super important as well. I love that. So we've talked a little bit about what makes – serving a motivating factor in people's families. Everybody's listening is hearing these things and has to be at least connecting with one of them. So we want to talk about like, how, how can we make this a, a culture? How can we make this a thing mm. that, that our family is, is known for? Um, and I'm excited to kind of dive into a couple of the different examples that, that you've given us that we're going to go through uh, later on in this episode. Yeah. Uh, before we get to that, though, I'm kind of thinking about my own experience serving. Um, I grew up in church as well, and um, my home life was challenging. 
uh, with my parents and my sister and I, we would be at the church as often as we could uh, because we found that when we were serving others, our problems didn't didn't seem to matter so much. Hmm. Like we got to help other people and that helped us through our own hard times, which was really cool. Yeah. And I I just want to highlight for people like if if we help our kids learn to serve, we can also help them be equipped for dealing with the struggles that do come up because we as parents are going to work really hard to avoid hardship for our kids, but that not everything can be avoided. You know, hardship's going to happen. It happens to everybody. And having a heart of service can equip kids to deal with those things. Yeah, I think I, I was listening to a podcast that you were on before, or maybe it's just a conversation me and you were having, Mike. Uh, but uh, we were talking about different statistics or data that was out there about yeah. kids now that are dealing with like anxiety, mm-hmm. that are dealing with different hardships. I, I got to believe that the, the kids that are in... Uh, all of them are dealing with some type of hardship or anxiety on some level. Yeah. But kids who are serving probably deal with those things very differently. Absolutely. Yeah. I've seen, you know, amazing things come out of uh, just the opportunity to serve. Hmm. Right. Um, If you think about it, you know, as a parent, there are all of these words that I would like throw out there to describe, like, I really want my kids uh, to be equipped to handle like challenges. Mm-hmm. Uh, I really, if, if, if there's a scenario, um, that's going to stretch them, I want them to take that opportunity and not be afraid to do that. Yeah. Uh, you know, um, that stick with itness, mm-hmm. right? Like mm-hmm. I want them to, to fail at something, but then keep trying. Like yeah. there's all these qualities that as a parent, I'm wanting them to, to have. But a lot of times when those scenarios come up with our kids, they're kind of in scary situations, right? Yeah. And so it almost teaches them to start to avoid those harder things in life and not not participate in them. Mm-hmm. But with serving, all of those words that I want for my kids to, to have uh, as adults, uh, they can experience that in like a fun and safe way. Yeah. And, and it almost reprograms them and teaches them how to deal with challenges differently uh, when it's in a safe environment, too. Yeah. It genuinely develops character and allows them to, like, practice these things that we want them to do yeah. later in life. Yeah. That's so good. One of the biggest complaints people have with auto insurance is that it's not personal. If you are a careful driver who hasn't had a ticket or accident in years and you drive less than 10,000 miles per year, why should your insurance rates suffer because of other people's driving activity? The one way for carriers to give you a more personalized insurance rate is through telematics. Every carrier calls it differently and every carrier has different requirements and methods in which they go about the telematics discount, but... It all works roughly the same way. You install an app on your phone that tracks your driving for a set amount of time. And based on the results of your driving, the carrier will apply a discount to your policy that will remain a part of your rate for as long as you are with that carrier. The average discount I see is roughly 10 to 13% per driver that participates. And yes, multiple drivers can participate. Most carriers require that you start the program either at the beginning of a new policy or at your renewal.
All right. So if you're a regular listener to the podcast, you know that we like, we like to offer practical wisdom. Um, so serving, uh, we've established that it creates immense character in our kids and it can draw our families together. Um, but I mean, where do we start? Is it all up to the youth pastor to, to make our kids good servants? Or what do you think, Mike? <laughs> I'll say I'll say right off the bat, uh, no, it's not up to the youth pastor. <laughs> thank you, thank you <laughs> to help to help our kids be better people. Um, while we appreciate all the work youth pastors do, uh, it is our job as parents. So, Mike, you're also a parent. So, so what is a practical? What's the first practical step we can do as parents to help our kids? Yeah, great question. Uh, I think the first thing I would uh, recommend in creating a culture of serving within your family is to model consistent serving while giving the why. Mm, mm. Giving the why. Yeah. That's that's the kind of the kicker, right? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so modeling is important. Uh, I, I think yeah. – I think if you want to build a culture, you have to be doing it yourself mm-hmm. uh, as well. So yeah, go go often, go without your kids, let them let them know what you're doing uh, when you're gone. Uh, and the reality is, some kids are too small to participate in some types of serving, right. um, and so you don't want to be limited yourself by you know the age of your kids or the things that you're doing. Uh, you still want to be involved to create that habit and to create that culture personally. Um, so that bleeds into your family culture. Um, but really talking about the why, uh, I found that to be tremendously helpful with our kids. Uh, and it spurs really good conversations too. Um, I would say the why is so important that in our family, um, like pro tip would be create statements or 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 sayings or um, slogans yeah right that that are memorable and easy to repeat um and and that continually back up your why like why why do we serve Mm. uh and Mm. in our household we just we say brantons and then we fill in the blank lots of different ways Mm -hmm. um and so our kids hear it they see it um and they understand it which is really really important i don't think uh the idea of, oh, model it for your children is is groundbreaking. When you hear that, it's like, mm-hmm. oh, yeah, obviously. Good reminder. Thanks, mm-hmm. Mike. But when you say, no, but make sure you give the why, that takes things to a whole new level. And one of the things I, I think we as parents miss is we we think maybe our kids are too young or they're right. not going to understand it. But the more that you repeat why you're serving mm-hmm. – or why you're going to do the thing. Yeah. Um, the more you talk about that, even at a very young age, the more often that they're going to hear it. Um, and it it might not be something that they do fully understand when they're two or three. But if you keep serving and model it consistently, as you're saying in, in tip number one, uh, and you then continue to talk about the why by the time they're eight, nine, 10, 11, 12, like it's going to sink in. Yeah. Yeah. So we have these phrases. They're actually up up on our wall. We, we talk about them often. Um, but we, we say, you know, Branton's and then I said like fill in the, fill in the blank. Mm-hmm. Um, and, uh, I, I just actually connected the dots. Um, when you asked me to do this podcast, I was like, Oh, maybe I could talk about that because words build worlds. Mm-hmm. And we're talking about building culture inside our family. And so I, I, 
was looking through the statements and I was like, oh man, actually like more than half of these connect to serving. Wow. Uh, so I'm going to, I'm going to read off the, our, yes. our Branton statements and yes. then you guys, you know, listeners can connect the dots. Like, does that connect to serving or not? Yeah. yeah. Um, so the first one is Branton's put others before us. Great. Mm. Yeah. Second one is Branton's show respect in words and actions. Mm-hmm. Branton's give generously. Okay. Branton's listen, trust, and obey. Mm-hmm. Branton's work hard in all we do. And Branton's speak truth. Wow. The theme that mm-hmm. I picked up as I was listening to that um, is humble selflessness. Mm. And it's one of the reasons why we want our children to serve and why we, we, we want them to be humble, selfless folks when, when they grow up, right? Yeah. We believe the more humble, selfless people that are out in the world, the better off we're, we're going to be. And I would say that the, the times we're probably not uh, living as amazing examples as, as Christ followers is when we aren't humble or selfless, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, so, uh, man, I love all of those statements because those are things that – create not just a culture of serving, but it's, it's, it's humble selflessness, which is awesome. Can we have permission to put those things in the show notes? And then would you allow families to copy those statements? <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. And, and I would encourage like create your own too, because yeah. those words are so important. And the why yeah. is so important um, to make this something that lasts and not like a, yeah, one time we went to a, a soup kitchen. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Yeah. As like a faded memory. So, what happens when you know you have children who you're 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 trying to serve with them, but they're not like super excited about it, yeah. right? Yeah. Or you know, all of a sudden, serving as a family when you're trying to create that as a, as a culture, the opposite happens where it becomes a drag, or mm-hmm. they're talking poorly about it. Um, because one of the things that you mentioned as as um, step number two that we would need to follow is make it fun. I love that tip. Yeah. But how? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh well, honestly my wife is way better at this than I am. Um, <laughs> good answer. Good answer. Uh but uh let's be real. This this tip is not just for our kids, yeah. right? It's for yeah. us as adults, like yeah. as the parents. Um it it kind of needs to be fun. So, hey, you can gamify things, right? Uh we make up little songs or things like that. We make it a competition. Uh, if we're going to like pack food at uh, Midwest Food Bank or something like that at a local food bank, uh, or if we're collecting canned foods, or if um, one year for Christmas, our, our oldest daughter had this idea and it was like, it was insane to me. I was like, I, that's going to take so much work, <laughs> like on my end. Like she's got a great idea, but I know you're you're six. I'm going to have to do the heavy lifting here. <laughs> yeah. um, but we we wanted to champion it so much that we just like jumped in with both feet and like had a blast with it. Mm. Um, and so uh, attitude is really important. Um, you know, finding little fun ways to, to incorporate it uh, is going to make it last. Yeah. And it's in – I like what you said about gamifying it. it th- that doesn't take a whole lot to just create a competition out of it. Right. And you can do other things too like add music to whatever you're doing. So yes. you're dancing or whatever. Mm-hmm. And I think a lot of times our kids just want us to be kids with them. Yeah. So when you're serving, like take off your I'm business adult hat and just <laughs> go be silly with them while you're serving. Yep. Honestly, it's one of my favorite things about – 
you know, attending summer camp with youth group, it's like, oh man, I get mm. to act like a kid at times again. You're you know? putting that face paint on with, yeah. with, and ripping your shirt and yeah. Yeah, getting you know, into all the games. It's so great. Like that's just fun again to act like a kid. And I think our kids enjoy it at times and we act like kids with them. So make it fun sounds broad, but it's super simple. Like uh, I, we talked about on the podcast before how mm-hmm. um, I do the, the, we do the Christmas blessing where we yeah. like pick a family every year and we like, drop off a whole bunch of like gifts and things to them and and we try to do it as, as in secret as possible so like we play like spy music or whatever in the car when we're doing yes. it and we dress like you know <laughs> like we're gonna like you know mission impossible break into dress something. like robbers dress like robbers right? risk getting the police called exactly. but you're giving <laughs> what stuff. a story though exactly. i hope you get arrested oh, one man, time that would be so funny <laughs> well the kids love it and they look forward to it every year and the amount of giggling and running around uh, that happens is is so much fun, and uh, that doesn't take much to just play the music and dress differently, right? It doesn't take much to gamify it and and add competition. I really, really love that that tip. So, Mike, you had mentioned before that we're created for connection, mm-hmm. right? And yeah. how serving together as a family can draw our families together. Uh, you you gave us a third point when we were discussing this podcast, inviting others to join us. Yeah. So tell us more about that that process and what it what it means absolutely um so i think everyone like deep down desires to be a part of something bigger than themselves right yeah um regardless if you know jesus or not this is like innate in everyone right they they want to be a part of something and so a simple invite and allowing your kids to invite their friends um it it just one it adds to point number two right it makes it more fun totally. more people more fun right yeah. yeah um and then the impact is also exponential mm-hmm. right mm-hmm. uh and so um the the example that I was saying where I was like my daughter has this great idea but it's gonna that's gonna be a lot of work mm-hmm. uh the second I invited more people into that process the work became less for me uh, and the impact yeah. became greater she had this idea of doing sandwiches and sweatshirts. Uh, at the time, we lived in Joppa, Missouri, uh, near mm-hmm. Christmas time, and it was really cold out. Uh, and there's a homeless population, and so she's like, "Hey, Dad, I want to make sandwiches and hand, hand out sweatshirts." I was like, "Oh, that's cool. Th- there's lots of homeless people. Like, there's a lot." And so <laughs> that's gonna. How, how much are sweatshirts? Right? Like, how, how many mm-hmm. sweatshirts can we can we afford? Uh, but then we just went to social media and we kind of blasted it out. And we we're like, "Hey, does anybody want to jump on board with this and help?" And I was shocked who got involved. I was wow. like, oh, my goodness. Uh, and so then, you know, come come Christmas Day, we're, we're handing out sweatshirts and sandwiches. But by by the hundreds, like it was like, oh, wow. this is so cool. And her sisters got in on it and helped make the sandwiches and pack them. And then uh, it it's just one more fun when more people are involved. Um, but then two, there's this... Uh, there's this camaraderie or like really paradoxical thing that happens, right? When, when you begin to serve, you, you think of all the costs that it's going to have for you. But when in reality, you start to get more out of it. Oh yeah. And and God's good like that, right? He, he flips things on its head all the time uh, Mm -hmm. about how we think about things. And so when you're like serving requires service, like I'm going to have to give Right. Of, of a lot of, to, to make this happen when in reality, like at the end of a serving moment, you're like, oh, man, I got so much out of that. Mm. Uh, and 
And you want that for your extended circles. You want mm-hmm. that for strangers. Like you, mm-hmm. it, it's something that once you begin this culture of serving, you just want other people to be involved because it's so much fun and it's so rewarding. And yeah, I think, I think inviting others is really key to make it last long term because you're teaching your kids then how to do that long after they're under your roof. Yeah. Right. When they go off to college, when they get their own professional career, when they have their own families and, and that uh, hopefully you still have real close relationships, but things just change and shift over time. But these are characteristics and qualities that you want them to have for a lifetime. Yeah. And inviting others, I think helps with your point number one, too, about being consistent Mm -hmm. and talking about the why, uh, because, um, as an example, my family and I served at the Johnny and Friends camp for the first time um, this past summer. And my wife and I and our kids, we had an amazing experience. We absolutely loved it. And we're like, oh, yeah, we got to do this again. Well, the thing that's going to make us do it again is when we got back home, we told our friends about it and mm. invited them to serve with us next summer. So now if they're serving and then like we're not there, then that Where'd like, you guys go? Exactly, right? <laughs> so we have to be consistent with showing up too if we're, if we're going to invite other people. But then also if we're going to invite other people, then we have to tell them why. Yeah. Like why we yeah. uh, went to it, wh- wh- why we're going to continue to do it. Um, and that's – the inviting others like makes one and two of your points, you know – happen even easier and better. I love it. Yeah. And the connection that happens, it's really hard to explain if you haven't experienced it, right? I think of Jesus when he's washing his disciples' feet. Can you feel that like palatable connection in that room, right? Like here is the God of the universe, like kneeled down serving a person. Yeah. Uh, One, he modeled it, so we should model it, right? But two, that connection is is like seared into your life experience when you do that. Um, and so at, at, at the church that Grant and I go to, um, we often say like, you're never more like Jesus than when you give and serve. Mm. Uh, and that's something that I just, I want for my kids. I want them to be like Jesus. I want them to serve uh, their community. Uh, and I want them to reap the benefits of that because they're huge. Mm. Yeah, yeah. And inviting others into it, 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 I just keep thinking of of times that stewardship as a company gets involved in serving. Uh, we've we've packed food at Midwest Food Bank as as a team several times, and it's always like invite your kids to this. And so I've brought my daughter; she's four now. Um, but I remember we actually did it when she was two, and she still talks about it. That's mm-hmm. so she great. She still talk like I can't believe she still remembers. Um, and and she had such a blast seeing other kids serving. And that just really builds it into the culture and creates so much more opportunity. When kids see other kids serving, we can all help each other build that community of of serving people and, and being like Jesus. Yeah. Talk about a business hack, right? Like create an environment where your team gets to have fun and gets to like solidify connection and relationship. Uh, and then you're going to come back to the office and have that as a memory that you talk mm-hmm. about for long periods oh, of time. We got stories. All right. Yeah. <laughs> we make so many jokes about it. It's yeah. great. It's fun. Oh, man. Yeah. I got to come up with some slogans. Yeah. Uh, I think I'll probably not use Branton's. Name <laughs> yeah. uh, yes. I'll go with Christie's because yeah. that's my family. <laughs> um, but yeah, um, if you're enjoying learning about creating this culture, um, I recently heard a podcast from Andy Stanley. 
that Grant sent me. Thanks, Grant. Yeah. Uh, that was about creating a vision for parenting. So it, it, it's about thinking about, you know, where you want your kids to be. I mean, you talked about that, Mike, about thinking about these words that we want to be able to describe our kids when they're adults. Mm. Um, this podcast goes into a bunch of detail about that, and it's a really good one. So I'll put a link in the description for that as well. Yeah, Andy Stanley and his wife also share some of, like, you know, family-isms as, mm-hmm. as the Brantons have. Um, they But they even give a few, too, that they think, like, we think these are really good examples. And the reason for their podcast is they're about to come out with a parenting book. Uh, so it's a good episode, but I think you should check it out. Yeah. Um, but, Mike, you listed out these these practical questions that you need to ask um, because serving isn't going to be the same for everybody. Right. And we don't want to we don't want to exclude anybody for any reason from thinking that they can serve. So um, how can, how can someone decide the best way for serving in their family? Yeah. I think if you, if you kind of ask these questions and, and answer them, answer them honestly, uh, it, it, it makes sense. And so the questions that I, I posed here were, uh, does serving others make sense for your family? Uh, does serving others make sense for your business? Does it make mm. sense for your community? And and does it make sense for you personally? Mm. Uh, and I think if you went down that, that list of questions and you honestly looked at the benefits of what comes from, from serving in those different areas, uh, it seems like a no-brainer. Yeah. Yeah. I would often have parents come to me you know, and say, hey, thank you so much for serving in youth group. So grateful for, you know, what you're doing and how it's impacting our kids' life and blah, blah. And in my head, I'm like, you kidding me? You have no idea. Thank you. Like, I am growing so much more than your son is growing as part of being in in this small group. Like, I'm becoming an awesome parent through this because I'm learning things about kids and parenting. My wife and I are growing closer together because we're serving together in, in, in youth ministry. I'm getting to exemplify this for my children who are now grown up and serving as well. It's like I'm growing in my relationship with Christ because I am being stretched and I'm having to pursue his word as I'm teaching other kids about it. It's like the amount of growth that you get when you serve far outweighs uh, oftentimes the, the people that, that you're serving, which sounds self-serving, but it's yeah. just the way it works. It's And it's amazing. Yeah, it is a weird paradox mm-hmm. where these two things exist at the same time. Like mm-hmm. you're giving and you're getting simultaneously. Yes. So cool. Yeah. Yeah. So if you want that, we've outlined the steps for you. Consistently model serving for your kids. Uh, and don't forget to describe why. Yeah. And and it doesn't have to be complicated. Uh, when we were serving at the food bank, I was telling Olive at two years old, some people have a hard time getting food. So we're helping to pack this food so they can have it. And she understood. Yeah. So it's important to describe the why as we model it consistently. Make it fun because nobody wants to do the boring thing, right? Yeah. It, it, and it's easy to make it fun. Uh, and invite other people from your community to join in on the serving. Yeah. Uh, and that that's a fantastic way to create a culture uh, so that the the adults that we eventually raise are good people. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Mike, thanks again for coming on to the podcast episode. Um, some of the stories that you shared, but more than that, like the practical examples that we can follow – this is going to be a, a podcast episode I think I'm going to hear a lot about as it gets published. People are going to reach out to me and thank, thank me. So uh, on behalf of all those folks, uh, I want to say thank you. 
Uh, thank you for serving. Uh, thank you for jumping in the hot seat of a podcast <laughs> and, and sharing your wisdom with us. Um, we are grateful for that. And uh, I'm excited to see how our community, um, see even how my family uh, progresses in our relationships and in serving by doing a better job following these examples. Thanks, Mike. Absolutely. Thanks for having me. You have an opportunity for a lot of people to serve coming up, don't you? Oh, we do. Yes. <laughs> do you want to mention that? Yeah, we can. I would love it. Uh, so this summer we're doing something, you know, crazy, right? We're, we have a goal uh, of taking 800 students to, to summer camp. And, wow. and so to facilitate that, we need a lot of volunteers. Uh, so if, uh, if you, you love mean, students... You mean one youth pastor isn't enough for 800 <laughs> Oh, man. Oh, man. <laughs> um, no, no, not at all. Uh, <laughs> not that, we not need that you're a, We need an army one, but... of, of people. Um, but if you love students, if you love Jesus, I'd love to have a conversation with you. Or Grant would. Uh, Grant is already locked in. He's yeah. got the dates. So. It's in my calendar. Yes. So if you would like to serve with me and my wife in uh, some summer camp youth ministry stuff, uh, and you're out in the East Valley here in Arizona and want to pour into kids who are able to go to, to summer camp because Sun Valley did an awesome thing and made summer camp super inexpensive. So there's going to be a ton of kids going. We need adults. And all you need uh, to be is an adult who loves the Lord and is willing to love kids. Yeah. And then you guys make it easy from there. And it's so much fun. It is. Join us. It'll be yeah. fun. Yeah. It make will. it a habit. It'll be great. Fantastic. Thanks for listening. We'll talk to you soon.